Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. If you are returning and if you're new, welcome. Uh, my name is Michelle, and I am with Audrey. Yes, we are back. I know we had um, a time away, but like I said, I was just under the weather. Um, we're going to get into what we really wanted to get into last week, but we have a new topic that we have uh, for the month of January, and it's called self-control. Uh, self-control is the topic that is included in the monthly subscription. So we're going to share with you um, what we have. And I was able to do just the, the overview for the the devotion part of it. Um, but we're going to go ahead and get into continuing with this topic today. Uh, self-control, a fruit of the Spirit, uh, as it's stated in um, Galatians 5 and 22. And we're just going to just look at the scriptures. I I briefly said that, you know, um, self-control is one of the fruits of the spirit that we all should attain to, to get. Because there's just so many things that um, we may desire to get self-control of. And, you know, it... um, it was, it was, I was reminded, I would, I should say by the Holy Spirit that we are in a new year. And I know back in the, in the, in the, in the past, I don't hear about it, um, as frequently anymore, but it used to be a thing. New year's resolution. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Will... <laughs> now it's called a vision board. <laughs> oh, is that, is that what it changed into? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if. I would say necessarily say that it's um, changed into a vision board, but okay, I guess for me, I guess it's it's all your perception. For me, a vision board is um, um, definitely some goals, and I I think when you put it in that format, vision boards are are taken more seriously in my opinion. But I know New Year's resolutions. You know, when we used to verbalize them, we would say, oh. Um, my new year's resolution is that I'm going to lose, um, X, Y, Z pounds and I'm going to do this and that, 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 that. So I guess it was verbalized and it was just like, you know, you just told someone and just put it out there. So, um, I guess now that it's, it's a vision board per se, it's something more solidified. It's something that's in your face every day, something for you to look at. It's something more, more tangible that, that that just keeps reminding you, look, this is what you said you're going to do right? (laughs) Well, even with the vision board, um, let's just say it's something like, like weight that you want to, um, gain, um, get under control. We always start off hot and then we cool, we cool down at a certain point. Same thing. (laughs) We just, we just lose steam at a certain point. Well, the Lord was reminding me of that. And um, this is not, this is, this is, this is this, the same idea. But when we're doing this with the help of Holy Spirit, 
it takes on a new a new uh, a new life because we're not doing this in our own strength when we do those things and we do it in our own strength a lot of times we lose steam we lose um that drive that we have and uh we get weary and exhausted in the process and just altogether just give up we're talking about gaining self-control with the help of holy spirit I just wanted to just uh, give that brief (laughs) overview right there. We're talking about gaining self-control, co-laboring with the Holy Spirit. And you're probably saying, well, well, what's the difference? The difference is, is that you're not doing it in your strength. It's not, you're not doing it based on what you know and how you perceive it should be done, but you're being led by the Holy Spirit. So let's start... We've got uh, two scripture focuses for today. Today we're going to be looking at uh, what do you need to gain self-control of? That's the first thing. Um, Like I said, whether it's it's in the form of vision board or it's in the form of of just, you know, telling someone that you, 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 you pray you'll be accountable to. You have to identify what it is that you need to gain self-control of. And it can come in so many, it can be different for so many of us. Um, It can be something that's as serious as um, wanting to get your diabetes under control. Maybe it's you, like I said, um, maybe it could be something as serious as as an addiction. Maybe it's it's something um, as serious as as doing something that you really know you shouldn't be doing. You're, You're out there. You're, um, maybe you're, you're, you, you want to stop, but you can't, but you just, you can't help yourself from, 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 you know, fornicating. You can't help yourself from, from using, uh, harsh profanity. Maybe you can't stop cigarettes, whatever it is. And maybe it doesn't have to be something that to that extent, maybe it's just something where you just need, you know, I, I just need to, um, to change my attitude about, about, about things. And, um, I just have this negative attitude or, or maybe, you know, um, I I don't, I don't pray as much as I should pray or I I don't, I don't study the word as much as whatever it is. This is going to be your personal journey with the Holy Spirit. This is going to be your personal journey with the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to, um, Uh, give you our scripture references, which are going to be Romans 8 and 1, and it's also going to be 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. Okay, so let me um, get Romans 8 and 1 for you. Uh, probably read that in the Passion Translation. We'll uh, I'll see how that reads, but... While I'm pulling that up, we have to be honest with ourselves. We have to first say to ourselves, you know, I got a problem in this area and I need to get it under self-control. And that is the first step because if you don't see the problem, then you're not going to address it. Am I right, Audrey? That's correct. (laughs) 
but it's I, all, I don't know if I like the word problem. Yeah, I was gonna, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say, I'm not gonna say it's a problem. Because it's just the weakness of the flesh, which is what it is, because we're coming yeah. from a place of flesh carnality. Mm-hmm. You know what? Where we used to do what we want to do that pleases us, and now we're coming under and into a new kingdom. The word of God starts showing us how to live right. And what we need to do, like David said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I will not sin against you. That's right. So the more we start reading the word, the more we start seeing ourselves through the word of God, and the more we become more conscious to say, you know what, I gotta leave this part of my life. I gotta get it under subjection. I don't like that word anyway. And we have to get it. Get it to do right. We gotta do right, mm-hmm. you know, because it's that pleasing God, and we want to please God. Let me put it that way. Yeah. yeah. And we have to be transparent with with um, with whatever it is that we need to gain self control of. I mean, God already knows. So we just need to be transparent with God and say, and 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 come to a point where we say, God, look, this is this is something I'm not pleased with. This is something I really want to gain self control of. And I need, I need your help, you know, and we just have to come to, to, to that point of transparency where it's like, no, um, this needs to get, to get, I need to get some self-control of this. God is not looking to, to browbeat us. He's a loving father and he wants us to, to um, to be better. He's not, con- he's not condemning us. We get it all right at the same time. Exactly. Either. You know, it's it's a process, and we did process um, some times ago last year. But mm-hmm. it's a process, and when we bring it to God, we have to understand by faith that He's a keeper, and whatever we give to Him, whatever we're crying out to Him about, He's able to. With, of course, he's not going like to say, bro, beat us. Mm-hmm. It's a choice that we as an individual have to make. That's right. I say, you know, Lord, I don't want to be this person anymore. It's so funny that we're going to do Romans 8 verse 1. And I remember when I just got saved months old as a Christian, that was the very scripture. Well, he gave me the whole chapter. <laughs> but that was the verse that really he gave to me that I had to learn that like, boom. Because I needed that verse. Yes. Yeah. And uh, 8.1 in the, in the Passion Translation says this. It says now, I'm sorry, so now the case is closed. I love how the Passion Translation says that. It says, so now the case is closed. It's shut. Okay? Uh-huh. It's, it's closed. There remains no accusing voice of condemnation against those who are joined in life union with Jesus, the anointed one. I love how the Passion Translation just lays it. It said, case is closed. That's it. There's no more condemnation. There's no reason for you to feel condemned. There's no reason for you to to, to, to um, beat yourself up about it. There's no reason to, to, to in, inflict, you know, um, um, self-accusations or, 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 or tear yourself down or to allow anyone else for that matter to do that to you. There is no condemnation for those who are life in a life union with Jesus. None of us are perfect. None of us are perfect. We all 
may have some isms and schisms that we're not pleased with and that we just want to just, you know, gain under self-control. And whatever it is, it, it one isn't um, better or worse than the other. We just need to just have that um, point in our lives where we say, okay, God, this is what I need to get, what I need to take care of. And he's not condemning us. There is no reason for anyone to, to come against you and condemn you about it. But like Audrey said, it's a choice. It's a choice that you come to, to God and you say, I just want to, I want to, I want to get this thing under control, Lord. And I'm, 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 I'm willing to, to work with Holy Spirit so that I can get it under self-control and not to feel like if you're the worst person in the world. Right. And um, let me say right here, like I said, this was a scripture that the Lord gave to me very early months into my journey with him because I was still living with someone I was not married to when I got saved. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people around you will criticize and judge, Mm -hmm. not knowing that in your, um, in your heart, you want to serve God, Mm -hmm. but then your flesh is saying, this was a good thing, remember? <laughs> you know, because this other person wasn't saved, right? So there's this tug of war going on, and you are struggling, fighting, because you know, I can't do this no more, but I need to be on, you know, doing the right thing for God. You want to please God. And I think when Paul wrote, and I love the fact that you said the passion, because in the King James, it said, now there is now there is now no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. It doesn't say case closed. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference, right? Mm-hmm. But when you look back into chapter seven towards the end, he was talking about the struggle between your flesh and your spirit man. There was a war waging. Mm-hmm. So now your spirit man is saying, I want to serve God. You know, I don't want to do sin anymore. I don't want to sin. I know this is sin because like you said, you have to be conscious that this is wrong. Because if I don't know it's wrong, then I won't have a war, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what he was saying. Now that you have identified that thing, whatever that thing was, man was sex outside of marriage, mm-hmm. is wrong. Now, There is no condemnation because you want to do the right thing. So he's saying, case closed. It doesn't matter what everyone else is saying. Around here, this is what's happening. You are choosing to do the right thing. You need the Holy Spirit to help you to walk through this valley. And because you have placed it in his hand and you are willing to, by choice, do what is correct. He's going to help you. Others may not know because you may not even verbalize it. Your situation may not have changed on the outside because for me, I was still living there at the time. So nothing could tell anyone that I wasn't given anything because I was determined to do the right thing, but I was still there until I got the opportunity to leave that place. So that is why people make you feel will condemn you. Mm-hmm. Not knowing what you're going through in that moment. And that's what I was struggling with. And I was like, I almost walked away from God. Because, you know, it's like, this thing is hard. You're doing your best and people are judging you. But 
the Lord gave me this word. And I could hold on to this word until I could change my place. And he helped me to walk out of that place. That's what it's about. And we can't allow um, the judgment of others to um, make us miss our opportunity. Because it'll, you know, it'll tear you down. And that's a a hard thing. You know, like you said, you were, in your heart of hearts, you were trying your best to do what is right. But then you have this outward condemnation from others and and how they perceived. And we can't allow that to um, deter us because it, 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 it's in of itself a, 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 um, a device of the enemy. And he will use people to try and, you know, um, deter you from, 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 from doing what you know is right. Because it could have come to a point where you said, you know what, I just give up. This is just too hard. I was right there. This 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 hurts. And there there's so many that are like that, but we cannot. We have to remember that people will be used to try and deter us and get us off course, and we can't allow that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are working with the Holy Spirit. We are tuning out the negative naysayers. We are putting our blinders on. And we are holding the hand of the Holy Spirit and just going straight forward. If you're going to do this, you're going to do this. And um, dare I say that, unfortunately, um, for a lot of us, it's not going to happen overnight. No, it we, isn't. <laughs> we would think that, okay, all right, whew, all right, Lord, I, I want to stop smoking. Um, some people, it has happened instantaneously. We've heard cases like that. I've heard testimonies. Ah, God just took the taste out of my mouth. I had no more desire for a cigarette ever again. Mm-hmm. Instantly took that, that desire away from me. It may happen. But for some, it doesn't always happen that way. It's a process. It's a process. It may be a long, arduous process. Mm-hmm. And we can't measure our process by somebody else's. No. Because God is the one that knows the plans that he has for us. He knows why he, he makes our process maybe a little bit longer than someone else's. Maybe it's something we have to go. I mean, Apostle Paul knew that. Mm. He complained about this thorn that he, 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 he prayed about. And, and, and it, it, it seemed like it just didn't leave. Let us read 1 Corinthians 10, 13, which is the other um, scripture reference. And we'll, we'll finish up on that thought. So it's 1 Corinthians chapter, <clears throat> chapter 10, verse 13. And I'll read it again from the Passion Translation, which says, We all experience times of testing, which is normal for every human being. But God will be faithful to you. He will screen and filter the severity, nature, and timing of every test or trial you face so that you can can bear it. And each test is an opportunity to trust him more. For along with every trial, God has provided for you a way of escape that will bring you out 
of it victoriously. God provides a way of escape. God provides a way of escape. That's what we have to hold on to, that God provides a way of escape. He knows that we're tempted. He knows the things that tempt us. And the thing is, is that even in your process, even in your journey with the Holy Spirit to try to gain self-control over whatever it is, that temptation is going to come at you even harder. That's when it's going to come and hit you even harder. You thought you were tempted before? Hold on. This is when you're really going to be tempted. Because the goal of the enemy is to make sure that you stay in that place. He doesn't want to see us go from glory to glory. He doesn't want us to be to be better than we were yesterday. He wants us to be to remain stagnant. So he will provide that uh, intensity more and more as you ha- you purpose to get rid of it, the more he will provide the intensity. I love this. Um, and the temptation is, like I said, it's something that God knows that we're that um, we have to we're 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 going to be faced with. He knows that we're faced with these temptations, but His Word says that He provides a way of escape for us. All right. So this is the start, I should say, the true start of our uh, topic on self-control. But we will definitely continue with this on Wednesday. Um, Well, Wednesday for us. I don't know which day it is that you'll be listening to it. But (laughs) for us, we'll be continuing it on Wednesday. So I hope that this has... um, has blessed you because I know that so like I said so many of us we have vision boards it's no more the um resolution <laughs> but maybe you, you still do the new year's resolution but maybe it's it's something on your vision board and you have it before you and you're you're like I, I really need to <clears throat> to accomplish this don't try to take the journey on on your own and uh do it in your own strength co-labor with the holy spirit to come out victorious in it. Okay? Audrey, if you pray for us, we will close out today's podcast. Father, we thank you that once again, you are kind towards your people, towards us. We're never alone. You have promised that you'll always be with us and you, Holy Spirit, is always with us. We thank you that even now, as we study self-control, you have asked us to identify what we need self-control of. And all we have to do is to bring our weakness to you and allow you to help us to walk through this journey, to get stronger and have victory in that area. So we thank you for your faithfulness, God, towards your people. Thank you, Lord, that you are teaching us and empowering us to do better and to be better and to get better. Wherever we are on this journey, there is hope. Jesus Christ, the hope of glory. And because you are our hope, oh God, we stand victoriously this day and we say thank you. 
that we can see ourselves shaking and breaking through those chains of addiction. Whatever the chain is, whatever that situation is, the enemy will have no stronghold over us because now we're identifying it and we're saying to you, this is something I want to get rid of. And we know with your help, we'll be able to do it. And we are victorious in the mighty name of King Yeshua. Amen. Amen. Audience, thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. I hope that it's blessed you. And I leave you with this question. What issue do you need to gain self-control of? And for that, you need to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to shine a light and highlight what it is. Even if, the, if it's those things that you don't you readily ne- recognize. That way you can co-labor with the Holy Spirit and you can gain success in it. Anyway, we will be back next two days time to continue on self-control and also get healing through the word. Be blessed, everyone. Shalom.